Welcome to the Better Doctor Project podcast, where we link healthcare providers of all specialties to help us grow and learn from each other to be that much better for our patients. We sit down and talk about the fun things, the big and bright ideas, and we go over tons of practice tips and occasionally cover some pretty scandalous topics. Join us every episode to keep growing to become the best provider you can be. Let's get started. Today's episode is sponsored by The Smart Chiropractor and their new book, The Payday Practice. So I'm sure you guys have heard of Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, and Tim Ferriss. How do you think they would build the ultimate healthcare practice? The answer is in this book, The Payday Practice. Doctors Jeff and Jason will show you how to cover your monthly expenses in one day. One day, every single month, guaranteed. Whether you want to grow financially to support your physical practice or create the digital healthcare practice of the future, this book is your blueprint for building it, launching it, and growing it. As someone who is currently in the process of launching my own practice, I knew I had to share this with you guys. Get your free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. You can also check out their book on Amazon. Their step-by-step guide to financial freedom will show you how to, one, set your dreams, visions, and goals using their financial freedom formula, two, build a health tribe of people who are engaged and ready to go all in with your business, three, create an irresistible membership offer for your clients and patients, and four, launch and sell out your membership in the next 30 days. The Payday Practice will show you the exact step-by-step process that you can use to generate monthly recurring revenue in your practice. Get your free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. I also recommend checking them out on Facebook and Instagram at the Smart Cairo for more amazing knowledge to take your practice to the next level. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Better Doctor Project. We are here today with Megan Seltzer, and she is an ICU travel nurse. And I'm really pumped to talk about all things involving the travel nursing lifestyle. She has all kinds of things going on between a business, a marriage, two doggies, really cute ones, (laughs) and also owning a home. So we're going to talk about the balance of all of those things. And she's going to give us some great advice on how to make it all work and do it well. So Megan, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Now let's dive into all of that. First off, tell us all about your business. Tell us what you're doing professionally. I love that spread of stuff. So just tell me how, what you're doing right now. So right now I am a travel nurse. Um, and right before I became a travel nurse about a year before that, I also was doing photography on the side. So I actually, funnily enough, I started that because I, um, well, I've always been ICU, so I kind of needed to balance out the obviously very stressful environment that that was into something, you know, happy and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, obviously, being a business owner, I've learned is not always happy and fun. There's a lot to do that goes with that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of a crazy balance and a crazy existence. But um, right now, I would say I'm probably focused more on the travel nursing aspect. And like saving money, things like that, so that I can focus on that um, down the line a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot, lot going on. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, a lot of people don't really exactly know what a travel nurse does. I mean, I feel like the okay. world has the world has kind of op- opened up a little bit, you know, post and yeah. during COVID when it comes to the travel nursing lifestyle. But can right. you give us a little background on what it's like? Maybe has this been around a long time? What does it all involve and how does it compare to, you know, the traditional nursing lifestyle? Right. So I actually found out about travel nursing when I was kind of like a brand new nurse. Um, and that was 
oh my goodness, eight years ago now, which nice. makes me feel elderly, but <laughs> I, know, I know there's people that have been in this a lot longer than me. Um, but anyhow, yeah. So I remember I met a nurse actually that was on our unit because uh, obviously like even pre-COVID, we've had nursing shortages where that was necess- a necessary evil um, to have travel nurses on the unit. So at that time, it was kind of like one would trickle in here and there. It was not near what it is right now. Um, but pretty much the benefits of travel nursing have always been what they are currently. And I think, you know, the pandemic and everything that happened and just kind of what we've gone through as a profession has brought it to light essentially and now it is like a booming thing um and like you said like the general public is starting to kind of learn and know more about it because it's so prevalent um like i've actually had patients and family members of those patients ask me like are are you a travel nurse because i would say oh i'm from such and such state or whatever and it would kind of you know be something they brought up so yeah it's interesting you say that because definitely it's come to the kind of surface and everything so um I'm trying to remember what your actual question was it was it was, it was um yeah so like how does it differ so now um like the short and sweet version of it but uh travel nursing basically is like living your life and your career three months at, at a time uh, that's the way I like to say it. So oh, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. And um, and me and my husband actually say that a lot because I am like an overthinker at baseline. So, you know, that's kind of how we decided we're going to do this and yeah. like live our life it's three months at a time. And then you worry about what happens next after the fact. So, wow. um, yeah. So basically you can get you can get contracts that are even shorter than that. But typically a travel nurse position is a three month month contract and um you know it's at a hospital either of your choosing or it just it just depends what is available and where the needs are. Personally I've been very lucky. I have always been at level one trauma centers. Um typically they have been around areas I've lived in um or like where my family is there's been level one trauma centers. So for me I have always chosen to do the three month um, contract at that type of position, typically because there's a little bit more um, support when you have a level one type of situation versus like a smaller community hospital. Um, so there's just so many different things to do with it. And um, it's just, I I love it. I think it's great. It's, you know, you know, you're going to get a break every three months. You can even for me, like I schedule like a little bit of a week off in between. So I Amazing. kind of every like month and a half, I have like a week off at least, at least. So that alone to me has just been life changing. Um, yeah. You know, obviously I'm sure you as well as other people have heard you can make more money doing it. But for me, really the, the biggest factor and why I've been so happy like with my career in the last year is really that time off and like time to regroup time to really like even focus on your mental health um I didn't realize how much it was affected until the pandemic and until um I went to travel nurse basically um and like looking back I don't know how staff nurses do it um you know 
I remember right before I started traveling where I was working, they started taking PTO away with the pandemic, just kind of like overworking their own core staff members, which it just leads to burnout. And I think I had mentioned to you, and I know you're going to be doing a different episode on that, but really travel, travel nursing has helped heal my burnout. And ultimately I think will keep me at the bedside longer. Oh, absolutely. And balance is important in so many different ways. And I always joke about, so my family is technically from Brazil and I grew up traveling all over the world and the difference between uh, the American work lifestyle compared to a lot of these other countries, it's literally night and day. Um, I studied abroad in Costa Rica and I I'll never forget showing up there and realizing people worked like four to six hour shifts maximum. They took naps every day. They hung out with family and friends every single day, like clockwork. And not because they had to just because they literally could, and they wanted to, I mean, they had so much flexibility and, you know, there's been studies on this when we, I don't want to say work less, but when we have more breaks and healthier hours, Mm -hmm. work productivity goes up. You know, trying to hammer all these hour ends, you know, per employee, it does not equal better work (laughs) like at all. So, yes. So the other thing I'll say is, and not that I was a poor nurse or something, no, that's not what I'm saying, but, but I've noticed a difference in myself, like whether it be at home, whether it be at work, I feel like I'm just like a different worker. Um, I, I feel like I'm more willing to go above and beyond, which I'm sure, you know, I know you said you had a nurse in the past that just like you hold with you. Um, and really it's because we just give so much of ourselves, um, in this career, like more than I ever thought would be possible when I chose this career. But, um, yeah, I feel like I'm more willing and like, I want to give more of myself, um, in a more healthy way when I'm at work. So. Definitely. So to any of our listeners listening who, you know, maybe they've always thought someday they might do travel nursing, but they weren't sure where to start. Can you talk about how you started? You know, you made that big transition, how that affected your family and what choices you had to make to make that switch. Where does someone start? Right. So I will say I kind of stumbled into it. Um, I, it was not like really planned. (laughs) Um, Obviously, the pandemic had a lot to do with it. Um, I had basically taken I had taken about a month off before starting, um, and that was just a personal decision with everything that was going on. Um, Great decision. Yeah, and I almost, I mean, it just depends on your financial situation and like what support you have if you can do that. But I would say it is a big transition, so giving yourself a little buffer time to kind of jump into it is definitely some good advice I could, I could give. Um, also, you know, it just depends what you're wanting out of it. So a lot of people have different reasons for going into travel nursing. Like I said, it was like a happy accident for me that, um, (laughs) Bob Ross, (laughs) 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 uh, you know, you know, the time off and everything else, it just really affected like my mental health, everything in just a positive way. But like I said, people have different reasons. So you kind of have to find your why. Um, I'd say that's like the number one thing before jumping into it. Um, you know, if it's to make money, because like me, like I want to eventually not maybe go full time or at least part time with my photography. You know, that's a very expensive thing <laughs> to all the yeah. equipment and everything. So, 
you know, you just have to figure out your why. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are in school for different things and they're using travel nursing as kind of their stepping stones. Yeah. So, um, definitely seeing that. Um, and then another thing I will say, you know, as far as the find your why, for instance, this past summer, um, and this kind of ties into like how you balance being a travel nurse and having a family and all that. Uh, currently I'm in North Carolina. Um, and over the summer I was at in Charleston. So that's where I was, I say stationed, which like sounds military for some reason (laughs) when it comes out, but I mean, um, my contract was there. So you kind of have to pick and choose, you know, what you want travel nursing to give your life rather than the opposite. So basically those three months, um, that specific area I knew wasn't as competitive with rates and things like that. And obviously you need to spend money on housing, right? So my why during that time and for my family was I want to get a nice place. I want my family to be able to come visit. I want, you know, my husband and my dogs to come. I want that experience versus, you know, coming home with like buckets of cash or something. (laughs) But, But everybody, you kind of have to just, like I said, find your why. Um, and yeah, just kind of jump in and kind of see where it takes you. I would say I, I really had no idea how much I would love it when I started. And now I really can't picture, I can't picture doing anything else. That's amazing. Um, Are the shifts similar? Are, Are you doing 12s right now or how does that work? Yes. So I'm doing 12s. Um, typically, they offer day shift and night night shift positions. Um, I'm not like in a specialty like PACU or um, cath lab or anything like that. I know sometimes the shifts can be a little different, even ER. Um, but typically for ICU settings, it's 12-hour day shifts and 12-hour night shifts. Okay. Um, and that, yeah, so it's a little different. Um, yeah, so it's, that's kind of how they run things. And then I don't know how much you want to know about it, but I will say travel is interesting thing because as a staff nurse, you kind of are paid by your experience level. Whereas travel nursing, it's kind of like a flat rate and there's no different, there's no difference with like night shift or day shift. So that's wow. just something to also, yeah. So that's like something to also consider, um, which I don't know if a lot of people know that, but um, it's a, just a little bit different than how staff nursing is run. Do you have a preference between day or night? Um, I like day shift personally. Um, I was nights for probably four years and nice. I am just mad at night person. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did your time. But, you did your time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I did, I, I did not thrive on night shift. <laughs> that's okay. It's not for everyone. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. does your husband live with you or just kind of go back and forth from home to so, there? So right now, um, we actually own a home. So we okay. are live are living in North Carolina. And um, so for right now, we kind of chose, I'm doing a semi-local contract. So it's about 50 minutes from here, um, which still counts as being like a travel position. Nice. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Like you're getting the benefits of of the flexibility, Mm -hmm. the time off and the money. Like that's just the truth, but I'm living home. So we we could do a whole nother segment on that. 
things, but we'll, we're not going to get into that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but it's really nice because I get to come home. I'm with my family. Um, yeah. And like I said, like, honestly, most people I have met travel nursing actually do have families or almost exclusively. Like I've met barely anybody that's actually single and just like traveling wow. around. I, I know of that. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know of them, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's just becoming, um, I mean, think about it. Like a lot of people travel for work, you know? Yeah. Um, and the good thing about nursing is, you know, and especially travel nursing in your contract, depending on the hospital, at least for me, I have been able to in the past, like put in my contract, I need a blocked schedule, meaning three in a row or four in a row, or some people even do six in a row. They're, you know, not me, but, (laughs) but but that being said, like if you wanted to work somewhere and then drive home and be home for an extensive time, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just very possible. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a different world we're living in, especially with, you know, remote learning or remote, um, not learning, remote working, um, that is becoming a big thing. So, I know there's a lot of people with their spouses, they actually work from home and then they're able to kind of travel together. So if they want to go do something, yeah. So if they want to go do something adventurous, like they can go do it. Um, You know, that's not my personal situation. Maybe it will be, but um, yeah, it's like, it's just super interesting. All of a sudden. So who finds these contracts? Do you, do you or just, yeah, how does that work? So, um, Typically, and there, there's like a lot of people you could learn from too. I personally have learned from Sarah Gaines is her name. Um, and she actually, she's like an entrepreneur now. She, I don't know if she's exclusively only doing education on travel nursing, but she's kind of who I learned from. And typically what I do and what she recommends is at least working with three different companies. So different companies sometimes have like different, um, you know, affiliations with certain hospitals and things like that, or contracts with certain hospitals that they typically work with a lot. Um, So sometimes, like, say there was somebody that had a family and wanted to work around where they live. Maybe a certain agency doesn't work with that certain hospital they're trying to get in at. So I typically work with at least three. Um, I think any more for me, at least, would be a little overwhelming. And at each three uh, agencies, you'll have um, your own specific recruiter. And sometimes it takes some trial and error to figure out kind of like who you drive with. But I've had great experiences at every agency I've worked with. Um, And those recruiters, they'll kind of figure out like they'll literally figure out, okay, they want to be in this radius with a a level one trauma center. And for me, I always put in my, um, like what I want is something that has epic or like a a medical record that I'm you know familiar with aware of or familiar with Mm -hmm. so um yeah so it's really interesting it's kind of you know pick your own adventure sometimes but yeah yeah um, yeah so they kind of set you up with these places and typically so for me with all the experience I have and where I've been um a nurse and a staff nurse at and for like the amount of time truthfully like they see my resume and I really haven't even had to interview it's almost like if I want to interview with them just to see kind of you know what their unit's like it's almost like 
you're kind of in the driver's seat. Whereas Very cool. with staff nursing, it's just, it's just a lot different. It's almost like you, it sounds weird, but like, you know, your worth and you know what you have to offer. And it's just a matter of who yeah. wants it at any given time, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, for me, like I personally, I couldn't see doing this if I didn't have those years of experience um, as a staff nurse. I know there's a lot of people doing it that don't have as much experience, um, which I have a lot to say about that. But <laughs> that might be another that might be another episode as well. But it makes um, sense though because you're throwing yourself in a new environment. I mean, you don't know what kind of patient load you're going to get. You don't know what the, you know the staff or you know physicians yeah. that you're going to be working with. So it's good to have some experience. So you know how to handle all of those random situations, yes. and random cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Can definitely. you name drop some of those companies so I can link them in our show notes in case anyone wants to look sure. up some of those companies? Yeah. So I work with um, gifted healthcare, uh, cross country nurses, and then Emerald health services. Perfect. I'll link those just in case yeah. people don't know where to start or where to look. And then yeah. to, to wrap up, I would love to talk a little bit more about resources you've learned or used over the years, especially this last year as a travel nurse that have helped with that balance of all of the fun and busy things going on in your life. Do you and your husband have something that can always bring you back to baseline and help uh, just take a step back from the crazy lifestyle? Do you have any resources or recommendations for people who are looking for better work-life balance? Um, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like my work-life balance just has improved with traveling in general. So I almost feel like that would be my recommendation. Yeah, but I don't know. Do what, travel not, nursing. <laughs> yeah, like not every not every person has the same experience. I mean, I personally yeah. I've worked at three different places and kind of what I've collected from that, like my what I've learned is no matter how great your boss is or anything, like our healthcare system is just very broken. Um so I feel like travel nursing, it's, you're kind of taking your power back in a way. Um, and like I said, that time off, that really, for me, like that re-zeroes me. Like I yeah. need that. Um, you know, I pretty much schedule my contracts so that I'm off for all the major holidays over the winter. I get to spend like weeks with my husband which sometimes might be a little too much for him but you know <laughs> but, but um I just I don't know I feel like um it really depends some people are very happy in their staff position you know they work with the same people all the time that's probably the only con of you know traveling is you're not always going to have like that tight-knit group right um but it really just depends I feel like a lot of my very close friends um, that I've made in the nursing field have been when I was a newer nurse. And those are like lifelong friendships. Mm-hmm. So I know I'll always have that. And, you know, there's social media, there's, you know, phones, there's all these yes. different ways to keep in touch. So it just kind of depends like what, um, you know, where you're at in your career and where you're at individually. And I think, you know, it just, I don't know, it just works out. Yeah. <laughs> take the plunge. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. So thank you so much for all this info. Before we close, I would love for you just to share a little bit about what you're doing on social media on Instagram. You have an awesome page and I want everyone to check out your Instagram handle. So tell us about your handle, what you're doing, everything. 
So um, my Instagram was actually also an accident <laughs> um, when it first started. <laughs> so I don't I don't know how much you've looked at it, but basically about a year ago in December, um, I kind of had like a pretty public, not it was pretty much a mental breakdown because of everything going on. And um, it was crazy because it was probably like the most vulnerable I've ever been um, as a nurse. And I've never had so many people like not just nursing say me too, you know, in that moment. And um, basically I just created that page because I needed an outlet. Um, I needed people. I needed like-minded people um, kind of in the same place that want change. So, um, you know, my Instagram, I kind of have to take breaks at times. It's kind of become almost a support group for other nurses in the field, um, you know, to either laugh or cry or, you know, they, I get so many DMs. It's hard to keep up with sometimes, um, even though I don't post that much. Um, so it's a little difficult, but, um, it's just a, I guess it's kind of transformed over time into, I'd say more of like a supportive environment. Um, somewhere you can just like drop your feelings and, um, yeah, I guess laugh. And then also I'm starting to try to do a little bit more with like advocacy and it's hard. It's hard. It's a lot of balancing between obviously photography, Mm -hmm. traveling, like just life in general, it's very hard. Um, but I will say over the last year, like I haven't seen more than I have now, as far as like nurses coming together for a collective reason. Yeah. Um, so in the future and probably more like the end of this year, I'm hoping to do a lot more with my page as far as that goes. Great. Cause I have so many, I have a lot of people coming to my page. So, um, I want to kind of make it mean something rather than just be a venting yeah. spot. I yeah. think you'll be able to, you've, you've obviously grown so much. I stumbled upon you and I, I've been it's, it's amazing to me because your posts are so inspirational and at the same time, like challenge your thoughts and emotions. But then mm-hmm. there's also posts that are just so funny. I mean, I've literally <laughs> laughed out loud at so many reels. And <laughs> like, I think that's so important too, because the only way we're going to push forward with some of the not so great things of our healthcare system right now is to be able to take a step back, focus on positives, laugh at some things, and then have a strong desire for change. And you're doing all of those things on your, on your Instagram. I'm trying. (laughs) You're doing great. It's it's just a lot sometimes, but I want to do more with it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure our listeners check it out and we've loved having you on Better Doctor Projects. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. To learn more, find us on Instagram or Facebook at Better Doctor Project or check out our website, betterdoctorproject.com. Don't forget to leave us a review and share us with a friend. It helps us reach more healthcare providers who are also striving to make an impact. Thanks again. See you next time.